days, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. It is October, and that means Halloween season. And on this special bonus episode, we're going to be talking about three new films available now. Just in time for the season, you may want to check out. Uh, we're doing a little differently. Normally, we do with these new ones, we do a spoiler alert, and then we talk spoilers toward the end. Uh, but since this is a bonus episode, and these are all very readily available movies, uh, fuck it. We're just going to go through and spoil all of them as we go, try to keep this down to like 45 minute or less show. And uh, just kind of... If you haven't seen these and you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that, right, Brian? Yep. All right, we're also getting. Or, you know what? The spoilers are probably not that bad. Yeah, ah, may as well go watch we'll it. I mean, fuck, dude. Two of these movies are on Netflix, okay? So yeah. you know, and the third one, you know, if you're like me and you may don't want to well. pay ten ninety nine to rent it, you're probably not going to see it anyway. So who gives a fuck if you're spoiled, right? So yeah. Uh, and we will use the four-letter words, by the way. So I'm Lance, and with me, as always, my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. And again, joining us is our good friend and longtime contributor, Patrick Lear. How's it going, everybody? Going pretty hey, good. All right. Official producer. Yeah, official producer, <laughs> Patrick Lear. The three new fi- – King Lear, you might say. <laughs> the, uh, the three new films we are covering tonight are Gerald's Game. And Cult of Chucky, and they're both available on Netflix US, uh, as well as Leatherface, which you can catch on demand on DirecTV for the low, low rental price of ten dollars and ninety nine cents. Jesus Christ! Go <laughs> and, see a matinee for less than that. <laughs> yeah, they say you can rent it through iTunes and Amazon, but I checked iTunes, and the only Leatherface that came up was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, which was originally but you Leatherface, know, so you know what I'm going to be for Halloween this year. Leatherface. A pirate. Really? <laughs> I'm sure you can find him somewhere. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. All right. Well, let's start with... Uh, <laughs> let's start with Gerald's Game. Um, director Mike Flanagan, also known for Hush and Oculus. Uh, writers were Mike Flanagan and Jeff Howard, and those two worked together quite a bit. Notice Jeff Howard seems to do all the all the screenplays for Flanagan's movies, so that's pretty cool. Um, and when Gerald says, uh, all things serve the beam, um, this is a reference to Stephen King's Dark Tower novel series. Uh, also, Gerald refers to the dog as Cujo, which, of course, is a reference to the Stephen King book of the same name. And the woman from the dream Jessica describes as standing over a well during an eclipse is Dolores Claiborne. <coughs> the main character from Stephen King's 1992 novel of the same name. So lots of King references in here. Um, what do you guys think of this movie? Who wants to go first? Patrick? Uh, I'll let one of you guys go first this time. Okay. 
Well, I'll, I'll go first because I read the book and I really enjoyed the book. And uh, actually, what's funny is this: I think this book and Dolores Claiborne came out the same year, and they were actually both very thin books by Stephen King standards. It might have been like, you know, three hundred and fifty pages rather than his normal one thousand plus. Um, I don't remember everything about the book. I do remember that, yeah, like the scene with the dog and stuff like that, eating the husband. <laughs> Um, but yeah. it's a very simple, it's a very simple concept. Um, basically you've got an older, like middle-aged husband and wife. Um, he's, he's probably a little bit older than she is and the magic has kind of gone out of their marriage. So they say, let's go out to the country. Let's spice things up. Uh, I'm bringing a couple of handcuffs, uh, probably brought all kinds of lubricants. They probably brought a number of, uh, uh, dild- dildos, uh, French ticklers. I'm sure they brought feathers, uh, <laughs> leather. Uh, now they didn't show all that. I'm just assuming they brought all that. That stuff was all in his pack, ready to come out later. But uh, we do we do get to see the handcuffs, and uh, Gerald is uh, takes takes himself a little blue pill and handcuffs his beautiful wife to the uh, bed, and starts playing a little rough, and she doesn't like it. So. Uh, Things go a little bit crazy from there because Gerald has a heart attack, falls down right on top of her, and uh, and, <laughs> and dies. And so basically, the whole movie is her handcuffed to a bed and all the things that go through her head. Some of which might, which might be real, some of which might not be real. Uh, hallucinations, thirst, hunger, uh, being out here in the middle of nowhere... Um, I thought the first two-thirds of the movie was awesome. Uh, did a great job of capturing that kind of desperation. Uh, and I think that the last third lost me a little bit when they kind of did a little twist there that was a little, eh, I don't know if I believe this, but... Uh, oh, when when the Bye Bye Man showed up? Exactly. Exactly, <laughs> man. Other than that, I, I thought was it was, I thought okay it was with really... That. No, I thought it was a really entertaining movie. Um I think that uh, Bruce Green Greenwood did a great job as as Gerald. Yes. Um, you know, and I yeah. thought that uh, Carla, what's her Car- Carla Gugino? Gugino. Gugino. Um, first of all, let me say that she's a very attractive lady, man. She's that on my hall pass um, list. She's definitely yeah, up there. Um, but yeah, she was great. The acting was really, really good in this for what they had to yeah. work with. I think Flanagan's a really good director. So yeah. I enjoyed it quite Lance, a bit. Uh, Lance, yeah. uh, you said you read the story, right? I did. Okay, was there more to the to Gerald? Um, like his background? Yeah, I think so. I think. Well, I. You know what? Somebody told me that they thought that maybe uh, she had cheated on him, and he found out about it, and that's why he got rough. But I didn't really get that out of it. I just thought that he. Um, I thought once he started getting a little bit of power like that, that he was uh, he he started becoming very abusive, you know. And I think maybe maybe they did imply more in the book that there was some kind of a history of of abuse, you know, that maybe did hit her a few times or something like that. I think. (laughs) Tell us how you feel, Philip. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was it, man. I, I I think that yeah, he was he was absolutely a douchebag. And uh, I, I think they they came across with that well on a film, and uh, it was a little bit slow for me. I kind of liked the last uh, third of it, where they where they sort of wrapped everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because they took so long to get through this first section of the story where I'm thinking the whole time, like, what if you get on your feet, you know? Because you can get on your feet if you're handcuffed to the edges like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I still think that that would, even though it's reinforced, there's air quotes going on here. Uh, <laughs> that's what Gerald told her in her little vivid dream state. Um, I still think that you could kick that and, and, and break something and get out. There's there's always mm-hmm. a way, you know? Sure. She but looked like even, a pretty stout if woman. If anybody tells you you can't always have what you want, it is fucking wrong. You can have you what you want if you work hard enough for it. This right. bitch laid there in the bed, handcuffed, mm-hmm. and felt sorry for herself for the entire first half of the movie. Okay. So... I think she could have done something differently instead of playing the victim. Okay, fair enough. But aside from that, I I, I do think it was a cool concept. I like that they uh, the Moonlight Man came in. I thought that that was a, a cool um, addition to the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. You know, plus it wasn't one of Stephen King's best movies, but I mean, Stephen sure. King's had some movies, so. Yeah, very, <laughs> very minor, most... very minor story. Not his typical epic story, that's for sure. Yeah, and it was it was short. They they kept it short and to the point. I think it was yep. only like an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. um, which I think is perfect. That's why I liked the last third of the movie because they could have stretched that out into a whole another hour if they wanted to, and they did. Right. Brian. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I thought I liked everybody in it. Um, I kind of time of tuned out when the moonlight bye bye man showed up. That whole that I didn't like the ending at all. The whole right her writing a letter. She was writing a letter to herself. Or yeah, the was writing, writing was kind of goofy. Yeah, which I heard a lot of people are upset with that because it's not what happens in the book. Okay. Yeah, I'll 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 have to reread it. Like I said, it's a pretty short book, so it shouldn't be that difficult yeah. to uh, reread, yeah. you know. But um, I thought her. I thought she was really good in it with her, you know, her mind playing tricks on her, and that one scene with the where she cut her wrist to mm. get her hand out. Ooh, that was that was that was, rough, that was a scene right there. That was brutal and ridiculous. If you're only cutting your wrist so that you can get the blood to flow and because it's slick like oil until it clots, mm-hmm. which, you know, quote, um, why would you fucking, like, cut a cross in your hand and then peel right. your fucking skin right. off? Right. That was, like that was insane. Well, she, she, she did get the idea from talking to herself, so... Yeah. Well, she wasn't, I guess she wasn't so. all there. I mean, she may as well have fucking ripped the hand off her skin like some old school white zombie rumors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying. I, I had the same thought with that. Was well, I saw the rest. She could have just cut her hand and got the blood. You know, she already had blood on her hand, and she's like, "Wow, I'm good." <laughs> Into my totally wrist. mutilate herself, right? Oh, my <clears throat> like I thought she but, was going to cut a finger off or something. Yeah, I didn't understand what she was doing with the glass, but um, 
There, uh, I got, I read something here for for any Mike Flanagan fans. There was, uh, he put in some Easter eggs for his movies. Oh yeah. Oh. If you guys, uh, you guys ever see Oculus? Sure. Yeah. The, the mirror. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the the mirror frame is actually the headboard of the bed. Oh. Hmm. Okay. And then the book that she, you know, she's trying to get the glass of water, and there's a book on the shelf. Mm-hmm. That is the main character in Hush, the book that the novel that she wrote. Okay. So he threw little Easter eggs in there. Interesting. And then, of course, you had all the Stephen King Easter eggs that we talked about in trivia. Yeah. Cool. So I thought I thought that was yeah I thought that was pretty cool. How creepy was the dad? You know what? You wow. know what I thought when we uh, reviewed uh, what is it uh, Ouija Origin mm-hmm. of Evil mm-hmm. and he played the priest and we all felt he was kind of. <laughs> Super creepy. Yeah, I thought it was super interesting that he'll be in another movie that we review where he actually was creepy like that. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that was a very uncomfortable scene the, with yeah. his daughter sitting on his lap. Yeah. Wow. Just well, keep looking at the eclipse. Made you want to slit his and throat. Slimy as can be. Yeah, see, no. I thought I thought that storyline came out of Dolores Claiborne from the from the Stephen King novel because uh, he sexually abused her when she was a little girl, so or Dolores Claiborne's daughter or whatever. So I don't know, man. It's uh, I, I get those two mixed up a little bit because, like I said, they were both shorter, and I think they came out at around the same time. And he came uh, out at the exact same time. Well, you know how you know how Stephen King is. Anyway, he fucking you know. He, he released both of those books together. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they, they came out at the exact same time. Okay, so it makes perfect sense, then, that they would have kind of the same characters and storyline in them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's actually the thing with me with watching this movie was, I mean, both of those books, the Eclipse is what they both revolve around. Ah, okay. So the, that's what each one of them... Um, you know, it's all about what happened during the eclipse. So that's, and that was my other thing with the movie. I agree with everything you guys have said. I, I liked most of the movie. Um, I thought, uh, for the most part, it followed the book pretty well. It's been a while since I've read the book, too. It, back when it came out, it's when I first read it. So it's been, however long that's been, 20 years maybe. But uh, it, it's, I, I thought the characters were well cast. I'm a big fan. I like Bruce Greenwood a lot. I've liked him pretty much in everything he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, um, yeah. And and the, the gal, she's done a lot of stuff, and she's she's always pretty good. And she's she doesn't hurt hurt the allies either. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and I agree too. Like the whole bye bye man the guy. I I, I wasn't uh, feeling that at all. But I I my biggest thing with the movie was I felt like they didn't. Um, they kind of the the whole eclipse and the events of the eclipse were more of a. I mean, they were part of the part of the core of the movie, but they were just kind of an afterthought. They weren't like, you know, mm-hmm. it, the to me it, there should have been a little bit more in depth on what went on in the eclipse and stuff like that because there was a little more to it, I think, than just what we saw in the movie, if I remember right. But uh, I don't remember all of it for sure. But I just know that both sure. of those books and I, I heard I don't know for sure, but aren't we getting a Dolores Claiborne movie too? Well, there's already I been think, one with Kathy Bates in it. Yeah, I think they're redoing it. Yeah, I think they're redoing it. I thought I read something okay. somewhere that, that they were going to do it. Maybe it's a Netflix release also. Hmm. <laughs> but right. I don't remember for sure. But, there's um, been Stephen King craziness lately, so it wouldn't surprise oh, shit. me. 
Yeah, yeah. he's uh, he got most of his property back. Right. Which I think is awesome. Well, I'm he, really he happy for him. He definitely needs the money. Yeah, he does for sure. For sure. He's, he's hurt. He you know, I, I really what, what I'd really like for him to do is is teach George R. R. Martin how to get a book out in the air. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, write your goddamn book. Oh man, Are you guys, are you guys ready for scores? Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I started this time, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll give I'll give it a solid six, man. I really I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a good. It's a good Netflix watch. Good Netflix yeah. watch. We'll leave it at that. I want to go back and reread the book now. Um, uh, who's next? I'll, I'll go next. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. I also think it's a good Netflix watch. Um, I'm starting to be a big fan of Mike Flanagan. I'm a fan of Carlo Gugino, Bruce Greenwood. Uh, ending kind of fell apart a little bit, but yeah, that, that was um, I've never with it. I've never read the story, but it makes me want to read the story, and so I'm, I'm gonna give it a seven. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna meet you in the middle. I'm gonna give it a six and a half. I think that it was uh, it was interesting, um, but it doesn't doesn't inspire me to look into the story any more than I already have. Okay, fair enough. And I'm right there with Phil. I'm going to give it a six and a half. Uh, I liked it. I mean, I definitely thought it was a lot more good than bad. I, I don't know exactly how well I followed the book because I'm like you, Lance. It's been a while since I've read it, so I don't remember all the little nuances of the book. But um, overall, I felt like they did a pretty good job with it. Um, just, you know, the ending was a little weird, so right. I didn't really care for that. And, and then just the fact that they didn't put... I felt like they could have just spent maybe another five or ten minutes on the eclipse and what went on there. You know, it would have had a whole lot of depth to it, but just a little bit more involved in what it was, I think, would have been a little better for it. So six and a half is good. Okay, nice. All right, cool. So if you've got Netflix, we, we all say that you see this movie. Uh, let's Why not? Move, on, move on to another Netflix movie. This is Cult of Chucky. And director and writer Don Mancini, who's also known for the original Child's Play, and many of the other Chucky movies, and also some episodes of the new season of uh, Channel Zero, the No End House. I think he's writing most of those. Um, Nika is played by Fiona Dorif, of course, daughter of Brad Dorif, who voices Chucky. And oh. this 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 will be the first time in the series that uh, Tiffany and Andy ever actually meet and share scenes together. Um, although they both occur, or they, I'm sorry, although they both appear. In Curse of Chucky, they don't share any scenes together. So uh, there you have it, the whole Chucky family. So who wants who wants to talk about this one first? Ah, well, uh, what the fuck was going on in this movie? <laughs> what do you mean? The, what the fuck was going on in this movie? <laughs> so so so, <laughs> so now we're now we're getting voodoo spells off the internet. Sure, yep. why not, yeah. man? Voodoo for dozens. Nah, dude, it was Nika. Uh, Nika was the only survivor in in, uh, in 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 Curse of Chucky, and uh, she's the one. This is one of those. This is a smart uh, horror movie. You've actually got some fallout from. I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, which, which, which Chucky doll was the original one? Some, hold on, now you actually had some fallout from from the last movie, man. So, you know, a lot of these horror movies, it's like the way they end, it's like, oh, okay, cool, I just killed all the bad guys. Oh, good, happy ending. 
you fucking kidding me? When the police show up, you really think that's going to be a happy ending. And so this is this one kind of picks up where that one leaves off with her character. But I'm sorry, Brian. I, d- I don't mean to interrupt, man. I'm just defending oh. my boy Chucky here. <laughs> the original I, is the one who still had his head on a fucking spike and nails okay, okay. and shit. So and when, did he, when did he do the spell then? Because <laughs> he's not only on a spike, he he gets locked away in a safe. Right. Yeah. yeah how, how did he get on the internet? <laughs> that was. I mean, overall, I I enjoyed it. It's it's fun at times, but it's just like, what the what are we doing? Where is this story going? And I don't. I'm this one and the previous one. I don't like how. He looks. It's too clean. It's too. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I like the original puppet. Well, he's a new. He's a new Chucky man. The new. Uh, the new model of. Uh, of. Uh, and and you heard him say only like what two percent of good guys are actually named Chucky, and it just so happens that like all the ones that show up in this one are named Chucky. Yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> but I like all the callbacks. What the hell kind of doctor is that? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh I the. Love- the- Go ahead. <laughs> I love the callbacks. I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out and say it. This this movie was kind of a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but it was a fun piece of shit. Intentional. <laughs> I love Chucky, man. I love all the child's play movies from start to finish. I was really hoping we were gonna go back and do a complete retrospective, and I hope maybe one day we do. Cause they they're, they're just fucking dumb fun. There's no way a little fucking foot-and-a-half-tall doll could fucking terrorize you like this, you know? Give me a break. But it's just fun to watch. Man, I tell you what, I loved all the callbacks. I love the fact that uh, that Tiffany popped up in it. I love the fact that Andy popped up in it. Uh, Fiona Dorif looks like she's going to kind of pick up where Daddy left off on, you know, kind of being the new evil character in the franchise. And I just had a lot of fun with it. It was just stupid, dumb, shitty fun. Now, you got did you guys watch this on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so did you get the after credit scene? Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't watch it long enough for it, man. Okay. I, I thought it was pretty cool. It was um oh, I can't even think of her name. Uh she was his uh, Andy's foster No, Andy's foster sister from number uh, 2. I know what you're talking about in the second one. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. shows up at the end to no uh, to the house where um Chucky's head's on a spike. Right. And he's just kind of looking at her like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, well, Andy sent me to, to finish the job or something like that. Oh, that's she said something awesome. like that. And it's a, it's the same actress from the second mm-hmm. one. That is well, awesome, dude. Because what the fuck else have they done? Right. There's a reason the same guy <laughs> well, that, is still that guy's done Andy some Barclay. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, look at look at it this way, guys. If you If you liked the movie or you didn't like the movie... If you're going to Texas Frightmare, there's a really good chance you're going to be able to let, let yep. most of the people in this movie know how you felt about it. Because I think 90% of the people involved are going to be there. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like the whole cast is about. I think almost the whole cast is going to be there. So. Oh, I can't even think of her name. She was the Andy's mother in the first one. Oh. Child's Play. She's going to oh, be there. Oh, yeah. Oh, is she really? Yeah, they just She's announced some it. Other stuff oh, too. the wife from uh, the mother from Seventh Heaven. Yes, yes. Ah, yes. I can't think of the actress's name, but, uh, well, the, the dude that was the original father was there last year. The guy from mm-hmm. Fright Night. Uh, you know who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I cannot pull up no one's name. But yeah. yeah, they just they just announced she she'll be there too with cool. Brad Duroff and uh, Fiona Duroff. Very nice. Yeah, man. If we could if we could get uh, if we could get Brad Duroff to do uh, to do a sounder for us in Chucky's voice, man, I I would die uh, and go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's funny about about Brad Duroff? I'm actually a bigger fan of his from Deadwood. Ah, okay. <laughs> I loved him in Deadwood. So he's been in a lot. Man. To, yeah. <laughs> Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a backpack. We're gonna load it up with all kinds of beer and liquor. And 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 Patrick, you and Philip and Brian and Brian, you too. You guys are in charge of of getting of getting all the agents drunk while I sneak in with a microphone. <laughs> Fair enough. Dude, sounds like if a plan. We're gonna get an interview from anybody. It's you gotta be this guy. You are the biggest child play fan I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> For sure, man. <laughs> Let's get to work on that now, Brian. What do you say? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be on it. All right, you guys ready for scores? Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to spoil. No, I, there's not. <laughs> I, I will say for I will say for me too, I, I, because I didn't watch the one before this, so I was a little lost on where this movie was going right. or where it even started. I was like, I don't even know who this Nika chick is. Right. Yeah, but, but they set it up pretty nice. <laughs> but it was. It was fun for what it was. I agree with Lance's on that too. It was a fun, shitty movie. There you yeah. go, man. Yeah, that says it all right there. I think I went first. Um, I'm right in the middle. I give it a five. I okay. I was I like I like Curse better than this one, and I I kind of expected a little more. It just threw me with this wacky internet voodoo spell, and then you got like three or four different Chucky's showing up. Okay. And I don't I don't understand how this took place at the original one okay. if Andy has the original one. So it just it kind of it kind of lost me there for a second, but I mean I mean if they make you know well they will make another one, not not if they will. I'll definitely watch that one. So <laughs> but this one this one just kind of missed a mark, but it it's a fun like Patrick said, it's a fun stupid shitty movie, you know. So we mm. give it a 5. Okay. Five, huh? Oh, that sucks. Um, who went next? I think we were. I don't know. I don't think we were that <laughs> yeah. structured right, on gonna, this one. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it a strong seven, just just for the just for the fun fact. Wow. I mean, fuck, dude. Anytime you get to see three fucking Chuckies in one room arguing with each other about who gets to do what and who gets to go kill somebody and shit like that, and then anytime you see fucking Fiona Dorif turn into Chucky too, I mean, come on, guys. It's a fun movie. God damn it. It's a fucking seven, all right? I, I did like... like... Look, I've got a piece of my face gone. Oh, my hands are all burned. Well, look, they cut my hair. Okay. You definitely deserve yeah, to kill You it. definitely deserve <laughs> You get the kill, I, buddy. You're right. I did, I, I did like Jennifer Tilly showing up as Jennifer Tilly. I always right. did like that. Like, right. She's like, ah, I get mistaken for her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, good, good, dumb fun is 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 a good description on this one. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a six. Uh, All right. Because it, I can't give it any more than that. But it definitely was fun to watch. I I, uh, I enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. like it was. I, I wasn't particularly looking forward to this one, <laughs> but I watched it and it, it was. It was it was really fun, and that's the point of it, man. It was entertaining. 
it, mm-hmm. it did job. Yeah, I think for me, um, you know, going into this movie, I was expecting it to be like a one, mm-hmm. or maybe a one, but I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a four point five because oh. I, I, I I at least had fun with it. Um, All right, you know, like I said, it, it's it's still a turd, but uh, at least it's it's a. Uh, it's not as smelly of a turd as what I expected. So. Okay. But it All right. knows it's a turd, so it can paint itself. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys. So that's two yeses and, and two probably no's. <laughs> so that's, uh, but it is on Netflix, so if you're paying for Netflix anyway, what the fuck? Check it out. Yeah, if you're, if you're really bored and you just want something for fun to watch, hey, pop mm-hmm. it in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, so if, you, if you've got a bunch of people over and there's like a drunk night party or something, right. uh, turn this shit on. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Oh yeah. Well, how, how about how about when 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 Chucky's head said, "Hey, can I have a hit of that?" <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, if you've been smoking some stuff, this is this is definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of smoking some stuff, um, I didn't smoke. I, I, I didn't smoke the stuff and pay ten ninety nine to rent it. So, you guys are gonna be no. on your own on this one. But let's get into Leatherface. Uh, director Alexandre Bustillo and Julian Mari. Uh, they are also known for something called Inside. Any idea who either of these people are? I've seen Inside. Okay. And another reason that I chose not to spend the $10.99 to rent, writer Seth Sherwood, also known for London Has Fallen. (laughs) Fuck you, that was a good movie. Okay, cool, great. (laughs) Alright, that's your seven, right? (laughs) Um, Okay, The Sawyer Sawyer House, seen in the 1974 original film, was rebuilt uh, to, to the exact specifications for the filming of this movie. That's pretty impressive. Um, oh, and as I found out as, as I was looking through uh, iTunes, this isn't the first installment to use the title Leatherface. There is also Leatherface, uh, colon, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 from 1990. So, uh, all right, guys, I'm out of this one. Um, yeah, I'll go first. Um, out of the three, I think I enjoyed this a little bit more. Um it was at times it was pretty brutal it was uh i oh man i don't know <laughs> i try to give this movie a little bit of praise but this movie sucked too you didn't like it no i kind of it i didn't buy into this whole like they they try to give you like all these different people that cuz uh, the the premise is he he goes to a, a mental asylum and it cuts oh, to uh, a few few years later oh, and then Go ahead. Oh no! I, I, as a kid, he goes to a, a mental asylum. Yeah, right? yeah, okay, yeah, that, and then it, it makes sense because yeah, and then and then it cuts to him. Uh, I believe he's like, I don't know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, something like that. So, and, this, is, so this is basically a remake of Rob Zombie's Halloween. You know what? Take that. Yep, yeah, take that premise. But then there, there's a breakout. Okay. And then you get intro- introduced to to this group. Basically, he's one of these people in the group, mm. and it's obvious which one he is. Mm-hmm. You know, they try to throw in these other characters, super crazy, psychotic one, the mm-hmm. the one that's kind of like heavy set with the long hair, kind of like you know how you would picture the adult version. Mm-hmm. That's the one that they make you think is Leatherface through the whole. Yeah, thing. right. Spoiler fucking I, alert! I'm gonna tell you right now. 
Yeah, that's the one that makes you think is Leatherface through the whole movie. Okay. Yeah, and I just thought it was stupid because it, it just, I don't know. To me, it was clear who, I believe his name was, he tried to say his name was Jackson or something, but his real name was, um, it was some, some, something that, uh, it, was, it wasn't Jackson, but it just, it just didn't work for me. I knew that was him the whole time. Um, the one of the chicks in the in the group, uh, I liked her character. She was super fucking crazy. And there's a scene mm-hmm. where she's having sex, and they're having sex on top of a dead corpse, and that was Whoa. really disgusting. Yeah, um, and wasn't she like all burned up or something? I may have to like check her... this out after all. Yeah, when when there was some nude nude shots of her, and she had like burn marks on her, like she was in some sort of fire or something. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like. Am I seeing that right? <laughs> um, this sounds pretty interesting, actually. You guys are kind of selling me on it. You know, it. I, I liked it better than I think I like Cult of Chucky. I mean, there are some like bright spots. Lily Taylor, I like when she shows up in these movies. Um, right. She was in the first Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She was pretty good as Ma Sawyer, which they... Yeah alluded to she might also be his aunt wasn't she the religious chick in the miss movie too Uh, yeah oh okay that just kind of reminded me of her i guess uh the one character i probably really honestly didn't like was steve uh, steven door he could be hit or miss i think he's okay in this one yeah yeah. He's no, he's no Iron Fist, though, right? No, I mean, oh, he I, was in that move in this movie. Yeah, he was the the deputy or whatever. Oh, okay. Jones. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of like Steven Dorf in this movie. I I didn't realize it was him until uh, towards the end. I thought it was just this, you know, short little angry man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was pretty angry through the whole movie. I mean, he yeah. kept up this crusade. What, what was it like? He had this thing against bad kids or something? Yeah, it was like weird. Um, it, but it was it was a fun movie to watch. I think. I think that uh, they they stretched some stuff, and the the twist that they had. I think was completely unnecessary. And this was my cool of the week last week. So, um, I, you know, it's, it's stuff that I've already said before. Um, there's, there's a lot of things they could have done to make it a lot better. And I think that that, like I said, that twist was totally unnecessary. And I think that they should have gone with the heavy set dude for Leatherface. I think I would have liked that better. Like when they, I didn't see the twist coming. Um, but when it happened, I was like, man, come on. You're just doing that to put a twist in for the movie. Like, yeah, there's th- no reason or rhyme for that happening. You know what I and, mean? And another thing I didn't like, I felt the them, they squeezed in him getting the mask at the end. And it was just like, because when he... When he has this, when he basically realizes who he is or something or whatever the fuck happened, he has this stupid, like, leather strap mask on. And I felt like they squeezed in the, the, the actual leather face mask in at the end. And it was yeah. just kind of like, oh, we got to throw right. that in there real quick. 
giving something yeah, tied to it. It's going to keep your face together. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of pretty brutal how his face got tore up. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty good. I, I, but yeah. still, I mean, uh, for for a Netflix movie, I think it's definitely worth watching. You know, like you said, I, I liked it better than uh, than the Chucky movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, it it wasn't. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to win any Oscars or nothing. Yeah, but, but it's uh, not. A, all it is, it's not a Netflix movie, dude. Or I would have watched it. Yeah, it's not. It's not oh, a Netflix right. movie. Not it's it's uh, either you know you either got to get your pirate boat out or. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I imagine it'll show up on Netflix before too long, but I'm sure it's going to be right wherever it's at for however long a month or two before yeah. it gets moved over to something else. But I mean, it was okay. I I didn't think it was terrible. I just it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't as good as some of the other ones I've liked. But it, right. it was okay. Pretty it was worth watching, I guess, if you're a fan. Yeah. Hmm. I'm like I'm liking the IMDb pictures of this blonde that's in it. Yeah, that was the crazy chick. Yeah, oh, Nic- Nicole Andrews. She's pretty fucking crazy in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. what kind of girl, man? Probably a little further than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, she was I'm the one sold. I'm, I think I'm going to go shell out. I think I'm going to go shell out my eleven bucks and rent this, guys. <laughs> Well, not if you want having sex on top of a dead body, but like, or you can, or you can like, wait till it comes down in price. True, <laughs> um, it will be, it will be on demand everywhere October twentieth. Okay, cool. Probably yeah, just wait like it, wait it out or something. Yeah. All right, cool. That's not too long to wait. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can go with scores. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a six and a half. Um, it had its bright, it had its bright moments. Uh, there was like some death scenes that were pretty cool. They, it was pretty gory and bloody. Um, like I said, I liked the, the, the blonde chick was pretty cool in it. I just, I didn't appreciate this. Like which one of these people is, uh, is going to be Leatherface when it was to me, to me, it was clear who it was. Okay. Yeah. I think that that was, uh, I, 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 I think you're right. I think they missed the mark on that, and I think that they should not have done the which one of these people is going to be Leatherface thing. I think that they should have done more of a Leatherface story. This is why you understand this person. Because that yeah. was the point of the fucking right. movie. Yeah, and Philip, Philip, you're right. The, 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 the bigger guy with the long hair should have been him. I, 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 I just I just don't buy this guy as Leatherface he, at all. He definitely yeah. had the mentality. This, well, they made they made him you know in that, that whole thing they made him seem like the sanest one out of the group. Yeah, you know, like he was like, the he normal was one. Good guy. Like, yeah, Lance, Lance. You know who he looked like? Who's that? He looked like he looked like a younger Taylor Kitsch. Oh no! <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was Leatherface. Yeah. Oh boy. Well. Shit, I still want to check it out. I mean, you guys have got me intrigued for sure. Yeah, it's it's worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't pay more than you know three or four dollars to watch it. Right. Um, um, if you get that opportunity on on demand, otherwise just uh, wait for it to pop up on that because I'm sure it'll be there okay. before. Fair like, enough. It's, it's it's a good like if if it's. If it's if it's on some sort of streaming service that you already have, it's definitely yes. worth watch. 
I probably wouldn't pay a bunch of extra money. Better than Kuso, Brian? <sighs> Kuso. It, it's still in my top three. Definitely. <laughs> but not as good as Witchboard. Right. Oh, okay. Witchboard is hella good. So what were we like, Brian? Brian, you said, you said six and a half, right? Yeah, six and a half. Uh, did I get anything? I'm going to say six and a half also. Okay, um, cool. Because I can't in good conscience give it a seven, but I, I still like this one better than the Chucky one. Although, they're very close. Like six points. Yeah. How about that? I'm going to give it a five and a half. Okay. I mean, I, I liked it. More good it's than bad. More good than bad. And, you know, it, it. there was a couple of things in it that, I mean, like the whole <clears throat> breakout thing and how that happened i was just like how the fuck does that happen like you know and and like the mom going through the nut house and just having her way like she lives there and i was like okay that's kind of weird you know and so there were some things that i thought were um off a little bit with it but but overall i mean it was it was you know it was entertaining so yeah Yeah. five and a half yeah these these movies got me worried about jigsaw because really? all these horror, all these horror icons are coming back, and it just seems Less like they're, yeah, like they uh, kind of missed the mark just a little bit. They're not that far off. Jigsaw might not be as bad though, because yeah. he's. It's not like they had to resurrect him from thirty years ago and try to you know. Mm-hmm. So it's a little fresher in people's minds. I think that's part of the problem with some of these. Is like you know, like they, they try to re resurrect them, and, but the, the creative people that started them in the first place aren't around or, or whatever, for whatever reason. So they're missing the mark because they're not quite getting the ideas behind what was really going on in the first one. Well, know? I don't know. Don, Don well, Mancini did, did cult to Chucky, man. So you can't say yeah. that on, on that well, one. That, well, that's true. I mean, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm just right. saying with some of them, but, that's, I think it's what's happened, but I mean, you know, time period you know it is for sure mm-hmm. and different uh, i mean like i just watched uh, friday the 13th part two today and i was just going back and like oh my god you know it's been a while since i'd seen it i mean years since i would seen it sure and i realized that this is the, this is the camping movie this is the one they all make fun of you know where they're yep. you're sitting around the campfire <laughs> telling the scary story and and i mean it's like this is the movie this is what started the whole making fun of the whole creepy camp movies you know <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah. it was just kind of that's where the term came from right you know and it's just like <laughs> you know but back then it was in it, it, it works for that movie but if you were to try to recreate it today it's not going to come off the same you know so no, not at all yeah you have like jason selling weed or something right yeah <laughs> Snoop Dogg. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Well, listen. Thank you all for uh, tuning into this bonus episode of the Horror Returns. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean. Just search for the Horror Returns. And uh, happy October to all. More bonus episodes to come. And Philip. Until the Horror Returns again. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha